All right, what's really going on, everybody? Back with another episode, number 71. Before we get into where you can follow us on social media, be sure to purchase our new Change Agents shirts. They're available on sale right now. They include figures like Senator Raphael Warnock, John Lewis, and Stacey Abrams. Those shirts can be purchased at www.whatsreallygoingonpod.com slash shop. You can also follow us on all of our social media that includes Twitter and Instagram at WRGOPod. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube where you can watch all of our videos and special clips in full. Be sure to listen, like, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. As always, I am joined by Mackenzie and Henry. How are you guys? Good. Can we get into Mackenzie's face when that song came on, her big smile? Why did that put so much joy on your face? I just love this song so much. I feel like it's the best song on the album, honestly. Um, that I, I was by her on the Judas album. Um, the album was great, but that was the best song on that one. I still need to see the movie. Really? It was good. It was good. It's, it's too dark right now. I can't. It, it's I'm definitely that, very dark and it's very dark times, but I don't know this sidebar. Like, I guess I, I was, I never was sleep on Ryan Coogler, but I just didn't expect him to become like the director he is now. But that movie, I'm like, wow. Like, okay. Well, I was say one, that movie is dope as Y'all it better. Was. It was really good. I frat, like, nah, that's that movie. What you mean? That movie is about like uh Sigma. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was a Sigma. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, yeah, beyond me being like petty and all of that, that's a great movie. But I was just gonna say the song right now, I think it's kind of therapeutic for like this week we've kind of experienced. Yeah. Mm. Good segue, Henry. All right, so now we're going to get into the food for thought. Uh, The first topic that we had last time uh, was all about gun violence. And since that episode, uh, President Biden has taken a couple steps. He has announced a series of actions that are aimed at curbing gun violence. Uh, His executive actions include requiring buyers of homemade guns, which I didn't know were a thing before I looked that up, uh, to undergo background checks and regulating concealed assault uh, style firearms. Courts will also have the ability to remove firearms from persons who may be a danger to themselves and to others. Um, how do we kind of feel about what Biden's actions are and like what, what more can actually be done? Because it seems like people are kind of saying like, this is like the bare minimum, um, but what more, could, what more could be done, would you say? The only real solution here to curb, there's no curbing gun violence. Either you end it or you don't. Like all of like, the best solution that and I, I mean i don't know people are cool with like our last conversation some people are cool with having guns or whatever but like i just don't see as we've seen across america like having guns is obviously the issue like it's always yeah. the issue people there are people who are responsibly carrying their guns but overall mass shootings possible mass shootings police with guns like guns are the problem and just day-to-day violence yeah (laughs) it's just violence and then even the loophole of undergoing background checks and the uh, the courts have the ability to remove those court arms those are all those little loopholes that sound good on paper but like in real life Black people are going to be the ones that's going to get the guns removed. And then white people who are going to find some loophole where it doesn't apply to them. And then the background checks, I mean, that just sounds subjective. So depending on who looks at you and depends uh, determines if you're 
you know, able and smart enough to have a weapon, then you should. But it's not, I don't know. He could definitely be doing more for sure. Uh, I mean, McKenzie kind of took everything that I possibly would say, but I like kind of like saying they could do more. But realistically, especially after our conversation with Charles and moving back to Georgia, we have to like realistically look at how like putting gun laws into play with like real time work, I think, because we can't go on the street and take the guns. And if not, they're going to be obtained illegally. Um, so it, it's very difficult, especially in an open carry state like Georgia to where people have easy access to just get it. I mean, like McKenzie said, most of this protocol they're putting in place will be like put upon black people, <laughs> people of color, um, and we'll be the most like affected by it. But beyond that, it's kind of just, I've been thinking about guns differently, different lately. So it's kind of hard for me to kind of just say how I feel about this. Um, so yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like now I'm thinking about it. Can Biden do more? Cause it's just so- He can't. So he, yes, he definitely can do right, more. Right, he can Obviously, in, in he theory. Can, but it's right. just so oh, no, I like- say he, No, I said he cannot. Like oh, he yeah, yeah. Legally, like he's his exact, just because of the nature, like he can't, he can't write laws. That's not his like, he, he literally cannot like, Congress yeah. has to do something for him. Right, we, we get that, but I guess yeah. when, uh, when I when I say Biden could do more, I'm oh, more he can like just Congress. talk about it constantly. I'm saying Congress, politicians, yeah. Biden administration, damn, you know what I'm saying? That's who I'm talking about. They could be pushing more gun legislation to, to where like, like even, like it's just simple mandates to like getting check like the psychological backgrounds the bat your actual background checks how long it takes the classes that's required but uh, even with that though like yeah like yeah you could have all of those in play but i still feel like if people want to go through all of that to get a gun if you really want a gun you're gonna go through the background check you're gonna make sure i was getting ready yeah. to like it's more so limiting where people can honestly conceal guns Mm -hmm. I would say because let's say like uh, like you know like he again I would I'm going to refer to the conversation we had with Charles because to me that opened up a lot of just perspective of being in an urban city like Atlanta and you have certain regions within the city to where you know certain things are not you know that ain't going here that's not gonna fly versus you go into certain areas everything's more lax and others are more likely to have certain things versus us type thing so it just puts things into perspective for me at least like to where like let's say like i'm on the north side you know west pace fair world somewhere like shopping in Publix. if they don't allow guns to be concealed in this store then okay because like i remember i was on the south side at the liquor store and this dude had his gun out and bro came from behind the corner. He was like, bro, it is it's no open carry in here. And he was like, bro, what? what? And of course it was one of them. But um, yeah, so I feel like if you limit where you can conceal a gun, it could definitely do more for gun laws. And that, so yeah, people are gonna be mad, but if you really wanna push it, you're gonna have to push it there, especially when we have the second amendment and people, 
have the, oh I, I have the right to carry my gun in states like Georgia. Um, so that yeah, yeah, I'm I'm torn because I think like there's no reason for people not to do like just try something like really ambitious because one like the NRA is like bankrupt. They're not they're not as strong as I think people think they are like logistically, and I think most people if you ask them I think there was like a poll that said like 80% of people support you know background checks and like actual steps that can be taken so like why not almost like try and see if that's really real and like to Mackenzie's point I'm kind of with you where it's like at a certain point it's like the fact that like we have a violence problem in this country but like the fact that we have so many guns leads to the fact that we have so much violence it's kind of like the correlation between like the U.S. has the most car deaths because we have more cars than anyone else it's like access leads to things just happening yeah. bad so like yeah. at a certain point we need to figure out like just how do less people obtain one and i think if you can just like throw as much stuff in there as look, possible look, that's the thing Noah. that's i think that's that's i think if we continue to focus on the how can we obtain because that's what i was attempting to go through with what that little long dialogue that i went through is mm-hmm. people are going to obtain them one way or another yeah, especially in America where we have this Second Amendment. But now, I think at a certain point, you then have to then say, like, you can't just go up to a, like a local, like a local place on the side of the road and buy one. Like, you just have to throw as many limits. And like, that's not perfect, but it's something like if you have one, you have to be we have to know you have it. And granted, what that doesn't stop you from doing anything crazy but like at a certain point, you just can't go to a gun show and cop like 17 ARs. That's not how this should work. Well, most of that stuff be illegal sometimes. Like, well, most of it, but the it's that. But that's a part of the problem. It's that's a part of the like, problem. Yeah, the, the, they're still like, cause I mean, this is on television, but like in places like London where guns are not, guns aren't a thing, but people obtain guns, but it's like, it's like it's hard. Very, it's very hard to <laughs> get a gun. The government has worked for years to kind of. But exactly. But, that, but like, you need a first step. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, the first. Like, so let, let's they still have this, gun let's, violence, let's, but let's, it's still it's just such it's so much harder to get a gun. It's not as like America. And I guess that's where I'm like my perspective has changed because I thought like, oh, how did how do in the hood get a gun? You know what I'm saying? Like, how they just get that? But then you you see how like like you're saying it's so easy to obtain. So like. It's so many illegal trunk shows and folks selling out their car or whatever, like people just having the access to guns. It's very difficult to stop someone from obtaining a, a gun in this country. And it always will be, but that doesn't mean that like, if there are 50 ways of someone to obtain a gun, you can cut down 15 of them. That's still success. Okay, so give me five ways to make it harder than what they're already doing besides this theoretical BS because- it's the U.S. government. The U.S. government yeah. can find all of like, these things and snatch all of their guns. If they like, really, if they really Andy, that you're, are you not listening? But I think I, but, that's but, one way the U.S. government can double down, find these people, and snatch their guns. Like if they if they really wanted to do that, you just stop like gun shows. US, like you can stop gun shows where anyone can purchase anything yeah, and yeah. only say like states can have a certain amount of verified gun like. Someone copping a gun in the back of a car hey, is always hey, gonna happen. That's not gonna stop. Housewarming, when I have my housewarming, I'm gonna I'm bring y'all down here and take y'all through the hood. But like, I think, I, but I think your misunderstanding is that like, someone is always going to be able to illegally 
purchase a fire. That's my point. That, but, but I'm saying that there are, the government can figure out ways to even limit that if they yeah. really put their mind. Because where are they the getting the from? Yeah, like. But where right. are the guys from the hood getting the gun from? They make And that's it. what I'm saying. The overlining point here is if we're, you said London, right? These countries who for long times have not permitted guns to be used by civilians for lesser degree or another, right? So in America, that's never been a thing. Civilians have always had access to guns. So if you have always persisted at, as something, it's going to be very hard to deconstruct that. System. We're not saying it's not. We're not saying that, hard. but I'm saying there are there are minor check. Like a 16 year old should not be able to go to a gun store and buy a gun. Agree. So right. So there so are like, just small extend the limitations and like be very exact and specific in the legislation instead of these general terms they like to use or like these fluff words so that it's still like oh you could just go you know what i'm saying so i get what you're saying but i guess i'm more so playing a devil's advocate here especially now seeing how easy it is to like just go cop a gun down the street it's like Get getting the gun isn't the hard thing. It's okay when this person obtained the guns. What are the repercussions if it's obtained illegally? And then and then I think that, me countering you, and I think this is I think the way I'm thinking about guns now. The person even having access to it, that's the problem. That's mm -hmm. like the part, and like I think what we don't talk about is like most people don't die through like most gun violence is through suicide. It's through domestic issues. It's through like single issue. Like this person is shooting this person on purpose. And a lot of that is just because it's kind of like if you have two people fighting with their fists versus two people fighting with a gun, the stakes are a lot higher where someone can then lose their life. So I think like the person just having access to a gun, if you have access to a gun, you're more likely to use it just because you have access to it versus if you didn't. Uh, Noah, I was getting my haircut the other day, sweating bullets, trying to explain that, explain that same point. I don't disagree with you. Let me like just say it on the record. However, when you, when you started that setup, I didn't know where you were going with that. I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I agree I with you 100%. I'm just, I guess, real time, I've been actively thinking about it. Because as you know, like as both of y'all know, I, I hate guns. I really don't like guns. But since moving to a place that like is, you know, like it's just kind of there in your face, you think about it, it's prevalent. Like I was in the grocery store the other day, bumped into a bro, <laughs> bro had a toolie on it. I'm like, oh, like, you know, if I would have stepped on his little Gucci shoes, I could, you know? So my, I'm a little excited. My point is, is, is it, I've been thinking about it actively. So for me, the access feels like it's, it's there, like you can easily obtain it. So I would say it, the conversation should be focused on the restriction of the use and if you, the repercussions if used when, et cetera, et cetera. And it needs to be applied across the board and not just apply to us as African-Americans, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I agree, boom. So that's a good point to end off. The next thing, so earlier this week, the FDA and the CDC paused the distribution of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine after it was linked to rare blood clots among six people who received the shot, all women. Um, Seven million people have received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine so far. The federal government, the uh, head of the CDC said the pause may be lifted in a matter of days or weeks. Experts are waiting to see how the pause impacts vaccine trust. Some worry that it will signal to the public that it is dangerous even if the government concludes it is safe. 
I fall on the other belief that the experts had said is that others will hope that people see that the pause is the system doing what it needs to do out of an abundance of caution and transparency. You should um, just give Henry the floor. <laughs> now, McKenzie, I want to say, why you dead like Give Henry but, the floor. What you about to say? So the question is, will the pause impact vaccine hesitancy, especially among black and brown people who do need the vaccine yep. most? And there you yep. have it, ladies and gentlemen. And it there will. you have it. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. And I'm like, I'm just so tired of this, Henry. I really and We've been fighting with you for months. Don't even say my name, because I ain't in it. My name is Penny, and I ain't in it. Um, but the thing is, six people? Six people out of seven million? Come on. At like, first, when I read the number, I had to, like, read it again, because I thought it was wrong. And, like, I and the funny thing is, is, like, I can actually... I get it. I like I get in theory what they're doing of saying like, hey, one person has died from this and bop, 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 we need to take the steps. Someone like another doctor was like, why didn't you just pause it for just women? And then because like there hasn't been a case of this rare blood clot in men having a side effect. And like to what you were talking about, Mackenzie, in our chat this week is like women have a better chance of developing blood clots through like birth you know, control, birth control. But we're not like it's, that not, it's still on the shelves. I actually just went to my doctor and she asked me which one I wanted. So like, it's not that like, that's, a, it's just like, but that's not, I don't, I mean, I don't have the statistics for this, but I'm sure I'm certain that there's every medicine on the counter, whether it's like from prescription to just regular medicine, somebody <laughs> probably has an allergic reaction to that. People have allergies to certain medicines. Like I don't, this didn't really stick that far out to me just knowing how medicine works. Like when you go to the doctor, they ask you if you're allergic to certain things because people will have allergies to like, I don't know. Yeah. And I think what was difficult for me is that um, I felt like it was like a lose, them doing this was a lose lose Yeah. because like the headline is going to be so much worse than the actual article. Yeah. Because once you read it, you're like six people out of 7 million. Okay. And I think the six people all had some type of medical link that they can clearly say like, this is what did this. Um, but you, but the federal government saying, Hey, we're going to pause one of the three vaccines. You're not, I don't know. I, and like, I worry about that. I do. I don't think, but, I, but to your point, because I think like, if you're going to get the vaccine, you're going to get it. If you're not, this is just more fuel for you. to. Yeah. Die. But yeah. I don't, I don't know about those people who are on the fence. That's what I worry about. Um, the people who are like, I want to get it, but I'm not sure. That's the group I'm worried about. Cause like people like you and I, we were like, F it. I mean, get it anyway. Henry, this is all he needed. And this he wasn't going to get not it. No say way. My name. Do not say my name. It's you. So, okay. So those people um, who don't want the vaccine, they were never going to get it, but this just added fuel to exactly, their this, this ain't, listen, I wasn't going to get it. Exactly. I'm not saying that on public record. I'm not saying that on public record. I never said that on public record. Why not? Every time y'all talk about this vaccine, what I do, go mute. And I'm that's a lie. That's a lie. I question it, but I have never said on public record where my stance at. And I never will. Why? Because y'all don't need to know that. Point being. Y'all personally know, and I'm going to ask that y'all lead that to the side. For yeah, the like, that's podcast, like a HIPAA violation. I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say this. If you want to get the vaccine, get it. If you don't want to get it, 
don't. But I will say don't get Johnson Johnson regardless because they're not a good company. They still getting sued for uh causing cancer with uh the telcom cancer. So like, yeah, like you know, that's just my personal uh for context, I'm sure every pharmaceutical company has been sued multiple and times. And that's my point. Y'all don't know these. Never mind. What you? So what? So you? So you don't take medicine? I don't believe in Western medicine like that. If not, like, so what you taking like, for your? I, do, I want to like. Like, uh, like, like when have y'all me. ever seen me be like my head hurting? I go take a Tylenol or something like that. Now, now what do you take for allergies? Do I have it? What? Okay, so here's okay, Henry. So here's my question. So if you don't believe in Western medicine, what Eastern medicine practices? What hey, so you're not going to do you question me on this damn no, 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 uh, no, no, but Henry, please. But here, I think like here, but I think here is the here is the general frustration is that I think is that when is when you do question what you're not going to do general on Henry. That's what you're not going to do. No, that's what you're not going to do. Let me finish. We need to let other people talk. Here's what I'm saying is that is that there are answer that is that you saying things like that, not you and people who who may be opposed to the vaccination, there's then there's the question, but they don't have an answer to the question that you pose. Where it's like, well, if you don't do this, then what? So if you don't believe in Western medicine, and what that's other my, that's worldly why you practices have heard me not speak on this because I am not going to sell or tell anyone that has benefit like I really do not take medicine like that i believe in herbs and essential oils and stuff like that so like for me i'm not gonna push that on nobody that's my personal belief what i will say again on record for the podcast is that if you believe in getting a vaccine get it if you don't believe in getting it don't i don't think this uh this little case like mckenzie said is a big deal i thought it was funny because like mckenzie said i think a lot of people are going to like allow this to entice their decision to like not get it. But my personal beliefs and what I believe in medicine should not be discussed on this podcast. And I would never act like, I'm not gonna like push that on anyone. You know, I will say for the vaccine, like that's your choice. You're a grown person. We had to get vaccinated for schools. I personally stopped getting vaccinated after I took over the autonomy of my personal like health. So for me, I have different, again, beliefs. That's my personal belief. Cause like, I feel like here, yeah, if per- a person has come in contact with COVID, their uh, immune system is technically doing the same thing that dang vaccine is supposed to do. Fight the thing off. And then if you were to come in contact with the uh, virus again, you were less likely to experience it at a higher volume. like. That's all a dang on vaccine do that like with a few shot or anything else. If you were to come in contact with it, you were to are gonna be less likely to experience it. It doesn't completely like omit you from getting the depending vibe. on the variant, but yeah. Uh, okay, Noah. That's, fact. that's literally the fact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's again, but that's the thing about virus because they have a viruses if you get into science and all that because i'm not i was in high school but point is viruses have a form of recreating themselves to where they make new strains so like that's why you get a new flu shot every year and whatever whatever which is why there will be a probably a another and that's what exactly what i was about to say like that's probably why they got two now so you know you may be 
tackling both strengths. I don't know. I personally will not say what I will and will not do. And I will say, if you want to get vaccinated, do that. I very much advocate you to do so. I have never told anyone not to get vaccinated. I want, like, come on now. Hmm. That was very good. That was that was very good media training. That answer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> good job by you. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the big fact, uh, this week has been rough uh, on the police brutality front. Uh, the trial of Derek Chauvin, along with the killings of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, uh, in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, which is a suburb outside of Minneapolis where George Floyd was killed. And today, the Chicago Police Department released a video of Adam Toledo. He was a 13-year-old boy who was killed in Chicago. Uh, there will definitely be a lot of protests and a lot of anger in that city after that video. Um, really doesn't make any sense. In addition to that, outrage has sparked in Windsor, Virginia, after Lieutenant Colonel uh, Carl, uh, oh, Karen uh, Nazario, I apologize if I'm messing the name up, an administrative, oh, officer, hush, an administrative officer with the VA Army National Guard was held at gunpoint and pepper sprayed uh, by police. Um, before we kind of have our general conversation, Mackenzie, you covered this in your reporting. Um, what would you kind of say, what has stood out to you when you kind of like, you know, doing your press clips and kind of getting everything together for the Times? Um, so this week has been a lot, just a lot of, I mean, as we all have seen is protest. Um, and to be honest, I guess the only takeaway that I'm kind of, I guess, and this is me, I feel like getting older and really looking at journalism in a different way. But one of my coworkers actually brought up this point of like, I haven't seen us do reporting on this, but when media outlets kind of use quotes from police officers, I don't know, like, this is how I'm coming from it. I just feel like body cam footage, if anything, has shown us that police are not reliable and not being held accountable and showing us that police lie. So I don't really know how I feel about when media outlets use them as quotes. And I get it, like, because you do need, like, the police chief as a quote in your story. But I don't know, because it's kind of like putting a journalistic hat on. How can I use this police officer as a credible source when I've just seen them on camera doing this, that, and the third, and then getting on stand saying something else? Like, it just doesn't make, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so that's just a little bit of what has been sticking out to me, just watching these media outlets kind of use cop quotes and using police quotes and stuff. And it's just kind of like, I don't know if we could really rely on people that we see video footage of not or being... right or who have a, a stake in yeah who you share a stake in that institution upholding yeah and it and it, it's like I don't know it's just like obviously I don't want to generalize but like if you're under this umbrella and we see time and time again this week two times on body cam footage that you all are have this hidden agenda. And then you guys are going to then get in front and say, stay calm. No, they were scared. They're, all of these things that you're not, you can't be a credible source. It's a conflict of interest. So I don't know, but that was just my thought this week of like how the media can maneuver through this and still be credible. Henry? Bro, I hate talking about this stuff because I'd be about to cry and like, I do not like be crying. Um, 
But on some stuff, it's like it's very frustrating. Um, it's irritating. It's hard to deal with because as a black man, like, <laughs> bro, like every single time, bro, like this. Um, bye. <laughs> bro, uh, every single time, like, and we we know like I don't want to say we know it's gonna happen or we know it's about to happen because you want to have hope in a situation that something in the justice system would change. But it re- like you really just stare into blank space and then you have to like close your eyes, go to sleep and wake up and start over again tomorrow. And like none of this happened when like you really carrying a barrier of all that on you, bro. Like, bro, this man could have been my little brother, bro. Like <laughs> you don't understand, like. My brother about to go to college, leave home, and I I know me and my how I am as a person. And I think about that John every single day. Like it breaks my heart. Like I hate talking about this. Because it's like, what do we do? Yeah. What, what, what yeah. do we do, bro? Like we protested. We try to hold the politicians accountable. We we talk. Bye, bro. Move. Oh my God. No, it is. It is. No, and I, I mean, was, yeah. It, I was literally talking to um actually she works on um Councilwoman Henderson um's team, uh, my friend Mikhail, but she works with policy and we were talking about it yesterday. Like, what can you do? But it's how do you even create a policy that dismantles racism? Like, can you there's really like yeah. this starts. I would say, honestly, it starts when you're born, but it starts before you're born because depending on the color of the skin your mother is, she's already going through things while she's carrying you. So it's just like, I don't really, and, and I hate to sound that pes- pessimistic, but it's just like- I mean, what I mean, what what gives you, I mean, I think that's the thing is that I think, and like to your credit about like, to your point and to Henry's point, like at a certain point it's, you, I mean, part of my French, but you just say, fuck it. Like, and, and you, and it hurts to do that. And I don't think people understand like the literal emotional toll that that has to like, see someone who could be your brother, who could be your sister, who could be your mom, your, you know, and just be like, this is terrible. But like for my own men, like you feel bad for saying like, I, I just can't do this. Like, I yeah. can't watch you sit on the side. Cause I just like, I can't do it. And I think like, to your point, Mackenzie, like, I think what drives me crazy about the media coverage of all of it is, like, we can't even get the conversation right, and it's, yeah. like, we still keep talking about, like, first it was, like, body cam, now it's a limit, like, none of that shit works. Better, oh, yeah, bruh. Yeah. yeah, and, like, we need to have that conversation of, like, it's the system, like, it's the, it's the idea, and, like, and even members of Congress, time yeah. article, that was, like, yeah. what'd you say? The, Oh, that opinion time. story? Yeah. yeah, like, that, to me, spoke a lot to, like, how we feel, or me, personally, no. because, we, it's like, 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 no, you come to a point of saying, F it, and then you, you don't understand how, torn, like, you literally torn inside. Yeah. Like, if you want to be honest, this dismantled my dreams of becoming a lawyer, like, Bro, I don't know. I'm not stressing. No, seriously. Like, I was. Oh, sorry, not to cut you off. Go ahead, Henry. Good. You're really good. It's just like I, I, I stress. Y'all know me. Like, I'm a high ambitious drug person already. So, 
doing this for work oh boy and that's another thing like I was literally um looking at my Instagram story from a year ago and the just going through the feed I was bored and how many black lives matter um fight the power posts I'm like are you I'm tired of seeing Ben Crump. I'm tired of seeing this man. I'm tired the thing of like is this man is not a criminal attorney. He's a civil attorney, so he's going for the check. Yeah, well, he's I not even, fighting I for legislation. Even, I wasn't even saying it. Like I was just well, I no. Was, I, when I say he's going for the check, it's like he's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just tired yeah. of seeing him, and it it just. It sucks. And it that's makes you why feel like, like you're in like a cycle that doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, this, when we were talking about like earlier about the gun violence and uh, taking away guns, because it's just like the only solution to keep us alive at this point at the hands of police is taking away guns. It's not, you know, Wait, background. Take away guns for who? Because I'm talking about at least for police officers when I was talking oh, about. Oh, I was going to say police don't and, need the guns. And the sad thing is, is that that's only going to do some of the damage. George yeah. Floyd died by a knee. Yeah. Eric Garner got killed by a chokehold. Like, yeah. I mean, and like, I think like, and even like to Henry's point about like, you not wanting to like be a lawyer, like this has literally made me view politicians as like filth now. Cause I yeah. think like where I think we've had the privilege of like talking to people who actually care, like innovators, like Henderson and Jawanda are actually like thinking of different steps to actually like do something that's new. And these but, people in Congress aren't doing like when that, I saw Maxine Waters photo, I got pissed. I bro, like, that's what, what that be pissing me off. Is yeah. the, the I'm sorry to cut you off, and I'm sorry. No, you good? You good? I'm sorry to scream me out here. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what pisses me off because why? Are you sitting here posting with pictures, thinking it's cool, causing the conversation? I reposted that picture too. No, I reposted it too. It's but cute. It made me mad that no, I saw it. it, it pissed no, me off. I got mad too, Noah. Yeah, it made me it's mad. You, it's cute. It starts the conversation. It make it look like you care. But my man, you're in direct control of what yeah, you, these officers yeah. do. You got to yeah. do in direct control of the budgets and all of that. But you ain't doing Nathan nothing. And then, yeah. and then in the same breath, not Maxine Waters, but in the same breath, we'll get up on these stands in these news conferences and say, remain calm. No. Yeah. No. Protesters not going to do nothing. We might as well burn it down. I ain't seeing nobody go uh, burn that down. We might as well, but this is the my, my mindset when I see that. But we, we wouldn't well burn it if this down. They don't care anyway. I mean, but to Henry, I think your point is like, and I think this is the, the point I'm getting to, and it's like, what other option do people have? Yeah. Because you keep you keep redirecting us to stuff that's not working. And this mainly goes to Bo, Democrats. Like you keep Bo. saying like, well, do this, do that. Well, none of this is working. So I don't care. I don't care about these little systems that y'all have held because they're not working for me. And every time yeah. you say they work for me, they don't. Like if this Minneapolis stuff goes south, that city is going to burn. And like, yeah, I don't blame those people for doing that. It, so it might, it, like the, the, they haven't ruled in, have they ruled in the trial? Cause I seen a post, but I, I haven't like verified. No, no. no. I don't know if this is, I don't even know now. This is like the first trial I feel like I've actually paid attention to only cause I'm working on, but Same. if it really does go the other way, that's like, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say because like, should I be shocked? Because normally it doesn't go our way, but like the Chauvin's lawyer and like they have like it's no obvious case. that they have, no case. they have nothing and they keep yeah. being called like 
caught up and you have nothing. He died because you had his knee on a yeah. neck and that was not police protocol. And, I, and to Henry's point about like, I mean, Henry, I think you spoke so like brilliantly about like just the mental side where I think like, and I don't think like even black people on TV don't talk about this enough of like just the mental toll stuff like this takes where like, I'm watching the trial and I'm literally like, there's no way. But in my mind, I'm preparing myself for this yeah. to go already south. Accepted. And it's Ar- like this gaslighting. <laughs> like already I'm gaslighting accepted. myself. And y'all see, and y'all see one of the police officers and um that was, I think, was a part of the Breonna Taylor situation, just got a book deal. Yeah. And that, it, so like, can we, if we want to have a bigger conversation, because like the Tamika Mallory stuff has kind of been pissing me off. Oh, now you pissed? No, no, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not pissed at her. I'm not pissed at her because if Martin Luther King and Malcolm X all them was existing in this time, I can guarantee you they would have been taking the same deal. Simply, they would have. Malcolm X would have been in a Cadillac commercial. Pause. Pause. Would it have been to the same degree? I don't know, but I would say that how do how do they? as civil rights leaders sustain their living. They're putting on all these protests. They're organizing and literally doing grassroots work. Who, how are they- Is paying- she really doing grass? Let me know, what is she doing? I mean, I think, I think the, you talk to a real person who does grassroots work and they don't have pleasant words to no. say. No, Martin Luther King would have not been in the Cadillac commercial. Malcolm X would have look, not been look, in the performing baby. Don't misquote me. I'm no. not seeing the exact extreme deals, but organizing, especially in this capitalistic society we live in, I'm not mad at her. So to bring it back to yeah, but this, then, but then, in the book I, but deal, then. it's like for me, you, in, 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 in America, this capitalism we live in, it is hard to kind of like, this is me personally, it's hard to paint her or anyone in that black light for attempting to kind of like- I do. Optimize and the opportunity as much her, as- Her, D-Ray, all of them. They come off as clout chasing simply because anything somebody does for real, for real now. No, I think I think that way sometimes. I think there's a difference because I think that like there are real people who are making nothing doing that work, and I think that there's a re and and I think people get it confused where people are like criticizing people like her and Sharp and saying like, oh well, like they're just trying to make it, but like at at the end of the day, they're in the meetings with two dollars in their pocket doing all this work working all this time and And there's a chasm that i don't think people like that respect anymore and i think that's the sad part but like advocating on that grassroots level that's people are making that sacrifice and those people have the higher ground talking about fred hammond that was that they are not the same they're not doing this hamptons oh my bad don't 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 get it twisted and then two um, I'll say again this. I understand the theoretical stuff of what you're saying, but on some like realistic stuff, and then I'm gonna address like both, boom, both of y'all points. To Noah's point, I feel like it is people that are doing like the groundwork, the grassroots words with little to nothing. However, do they get that same 
cloud momentum not like when they come across like people don't pay attention to it we don't I, we don't either we either don't know about it or when it does come across on social media people are downplayed or whatever so it's not like a mass thing so like when but then i don't i don't think people who are doing that are out for it to be like a and well, that's I, it's that, like it's I'm like they're looking saying. at something two different ways usually like, so again noah like you, have you ever met tamika no. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I asked that question in an oblivious state to say, like, we don't know what her true intentions are. I can only hope for the best. And with doing whatever may be malice or genuine, it is, whether we like it or not, bringing attention to our movement. Now, the thing with it is we do as people like us on this podcast or these ground roots persons, I feel like it's not their responsibility, but I think it would be logical to kind of like take that momentum and run with it and excel what they're doing. That's all you can do in this world in which we, we're talking about, uh, uh, we, we didn't see three black dudes get shot and dudes, we organize process, whatever, into the case of, okay, who's actually like holding the city council accountable to ensuring that, okay, we know people, they got these body cams, Okay, let's make sure it's on for the whole time. We get the whole recording. And I'm not saying that's gonna solve it. I'm I'm more so saying pushing the legislation. So take that momentum that Tamika Mallory or whomever has then, gained and push then, it, bro. But I would say I'd that the people angry at her. The people who are actually doing that work, we don't know. <laughs> we don't that's know the I, people. Yeah, that's literally what I just said, Noah. No, you didn't. But yes, I did, bro. I'm literally saying it. We we because of social media, whatever, we don't know these people who are actually on the ground putting in the, the, the work with little to nothing. I said that. And with that being the case, it's hard to kind of like differentiate between the Tamika Mallory's and these people who are genuine about it. So when it does come across your timeline, you're kind of looking at it with a side, side eye and you don't necessarily support that person. That's why that person does not gain the momentum or the support that Tamika Mallory has got to get to where she's at. So within such, I'm saying that the people who are actually doing the groundwork can take that like attention that to me, like the backlash. But, to but, but they don't want the attention. Again, I'm not saying get the attention. You, you want the support. Take the attention. You want the support, right? You want the dollars. You need the I don't think they want that. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, Again, you need money to kind of push change. And uh, like, if we want to take guns off the street, okay, who's going to be paid to obtain those guns? That costs real-time money. Real-time I think, and I think we're like in a way all top, but I think like people who have criticized people like Tinker Mallory and like Al Sharpton, like those kind of like organizations, is like they basically call them like, they call them flyover advocates. Like literally they've, people have said that where it's like, they come in, they hold a rally, do the press conference, then they're out. Like, it's like, it's no- You're literally saying what I'm saying. I'm literally saying after that person has like caused that attention, take that attention and- But but the, 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 the person on the ground would say that there's nothing to take away because they're not involved. You had a press conference, you had a rally and like, what momentum can I take from you coming and leaving? Let's again. What before we got into the off, uh, <laughs> she just got all this backlash from this Cadillac thing, right? 
let's say like me as let's say I was uh, a representative from Black Lives Matter Atlanta and I didn't necessarily, you know, align with whatever. It was hella hecka. We geotag whatever. It, you could have went down those comments, sent those people your uh where they can meet you at and help support you. If you're really on the ground, you gotta do the groundwork. You could have went through that those analytics because that's all it is numbers, people. You could have went through those people and let them know about your movement, your genuine movement, so you can easily take that attention that was caused by that dismay and kind of reverse it revert whatever to something else but i think I it's a very ten thousand foot way of advocacy but i mean i, I, I disagree that's like i don't really think that that's what we're saying like i yeah. think that if i'm genuinely want to do a protest tomorrow because somebody across the street is being treated unfairly i'm gonna be out there by myself without people i don't care to have a group you see what i'm saying and i just feel like if you're truly there for the movement I'm going to be there regardless of 50 other people with me, regardless. Of course, that'd be great, but okay, you give me a repo, But I'm going to just say this and then we can move. I, I we're, we're agreeing, but it's a deeper conversation, I think, because what you're saying is kind of along the lines of what I'm saying in the sense of like that person who's very much down to support. We don't know if that's Tamika Mallory or not. However, Tamika Mallory has gained that attention in which that person who is actually down to support, if they were, this is just me as a person of how I move. If if I got, a, a, if I have an intention, I'm going to ensure that's getting done. So if I see Tamika Mallory coming to Atlanta and she having a protest or whatever, I'm going to ensure that my voice is heard at that protest and my message gets clear. My last, my my last, my last point on this is that I think it it all of this is just a question of authenticity and genuineness. And and that also that authenticity assumes that these people want those organizers there, which I think there you go, there you go. Which there I think oftentimes go. they have signaled that they do not, <laughs> that they you don't get that, those. But there you go. So I think it's just that's a broader conversation. Bro. Here's the Earth Day, boom, boom, boom. boom. Uh, so the day uh, is April twenty second, so that's next week. Um, what often goes unsaid, I found, uh, is that Black and Brown communities, as well as Indigenous people. Uh, suffer the most from climate change and environmental toxins, but I think we don't talk about Earth Day like that. Um, there was a really good article that I read uh, today in doing the prep uh, from the New Republic. It's called Earth Day is Too White and Too Out of Touch with Reality. It talks about how Earth Day's aesthetic of kind of being this happy-go-lucky, frivolous, kind of earthy, crunchy white people movement is actually far from what's happening to indigenous peoples in like North Dakota and what's happening to people in Flint. Like that's environmental racism and we need to talk about that. It's not just like the temperature's dropping, but it's like, yeah, but like lead's being dumped into this place in Georgia. So like that's the yeah. conversation that people need to have. And this is something that we'll probably talk a lot more about in the future. Uh, the House Judiciary Committee, they passed uh, legislation to create a commission to study reparations the legislation would establish a 13-person commission to study the lasting effects of uh, slave of slavery. I put salary. Wow, of slavery and racial discrimination through the country's history. The panel would submit findings to Congress and remedies, including compensation for Black Americans. Um, I don't know how to feel about this. I, I'm. It's like cool, but like I don't think you need a report to tell me that slavery had lasting impacts that financially impacted my family today. But I mean, I don't. 
how do y'all feel hey, about isn't that? Isn't that obvious? <laughs> it's like, I, it's like I, I want to be happy. Are we literally still talking about the same thing we've been talking about for 1,400 years? Like, yeah, so like, I don't know how excited to be about that. Because it's like, cool, I get to find out like the actual statistics behind my racism. subjugation. <laughs> like, cool. Um, um, just yeah. let me know how much money it's going to be. My account is ready. That's going to be the interest. That's, I mean, that's the one line everybody wants to read. Is just what's, what's your number? Um, some people have said it could be as much as twelve trillion or ten trillion or something like that, or a billion. I forgot which one, but a lot of. Uh, how much would that be I for don't each person? Number, unless you cut me a check, Joe. I, to Mackenzie, to your question of how much it would be per person, it all. No one, no one knows how they're actually going to classify and like divide that up because, like. Then you have to have a, a specific policy of who classifies as a descendant of slavery, <laughs> and that can be dicey. Um, it can be dicey, but um, I don't. Hmm. I because I feel like I was talking about this with a friend because if it, I don't want to say this. I don't want to get to because I do feel like if America is giving out the money, then it should be American slaves. I feel like that would only make the most sense. Oh no, it would be. It would be like black Americans here. But oh saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no but, but I'm talking about because then you have to break it down and then people you would. who are yeah, from, yeah. you know, the islands or who might've been slaves from the That's islands, the but then you would they want to be- get an accurate, like how can you accurate? Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know. So they can go on somewhere with that malarkey. But my both of my parents was from America. Okay, <laughs> so I, I got these hot cheekbones and cheeky eyes. Yeah. But I'm American, you know. Yeah. Nah, uh, I just I found out my great grandma white. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, no I mean, lie. Probably look good in the um, you know, with the slavery stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it confirms that you know confirms that my check should clear. But and look, my check <laughs> better clear now. She was uh. But anyway, also Andy, who on that <laughs> luxurious note, this has been episode number seventy-one of the What's Really Going On podcast. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, be sure to cop our new shirts about change agents. Uh, those are on sale. You can get those now at What's Really Going On slash shop. You can also be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at WRGOPod. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube where you can watch these videos and see all of our side eyes in full. You can also be sure to like, comment, listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thank you.